All right, I'm sitting here live in the studio with my buddy Robbie Ross. And let me start by saying I'm not drunk, but when people say that, it's usually a warning sign that What's they about are. What's to happen? Or- <laughs> we just finished practice. Like, we just got done. So my voice is kind of blown out. I can't hear anything but ringing. So you're going to have to carry this episode sort of like you did, you know, when you were on the show. That's <laughs> <laughs> so be reminiscent of all times. Nothing's changed. <laughs> but no, I got you here because we need to talk about this show coming up that you put together. Oh, this is going to be amazing. Uh, it's the, um, if you hadn't heard about it and seen the flyers uh, floating around the internet, it's Slop, Chop, Top, Drop. Uh, it's put on by uh, a couple of biker clubs in this area. And... Um, it's in memory of Kevin Norris. They called Snake Man, and uh, it's a festival that he put together. It's really a biker kind of um, uh, festival that he had dreamed about and did one year of it. And then he uh, he passed away Christmas Day this past Christmas. And uh, so, um, uh, Shotzi and Patty and I thought, what a better way to uh, you know see his dream to fruition then to expand it and make it a music slash biker festival and um, that's where i kind of came into the fold of it um so this is the first year we're having it with music but it's like the second annual and uh, we hope to do this every single year and uh what's really cool about it is um um there's gonna be biker games between each bands i think i got 11 bands on the bill it's gonna be pretty radical dude um and i wanted to to jump on the podcast with you today to just let you know who all is going to be there and tell you how to get tickets and all that cool stuff. Um, awesome. And you, you have a, a long history with with Double D's already because you do karaoke there on, what, Wednesdays, Thursdays? Um, on Thursdays and Fridays if and I'm you've available. you've done acoustic gigs there and Seeking mm-hmm. 7 plays there a oh, lot. Yeah, I wonderful. went and saw you all there. Yeah. Um, we play there a lot, and uh, we, we've had great, great, great response there. and took me a while you know to build up a kind of a I don't know what the what to call it you know a following in that direction in that area uh, you know growing up um, in younger days when I first started playing music in bands Columbus was the hot spot yeah Columbus is where you went to check all the bands and then because uh, uh, there was always a cool band in Columbus and then Columbus like no one hosts live music anymore ever anywhere in columbus it kind of went towards tupelo and now tupelo is kind of that there's hardly any live music there anymore and so to to see people coming out in the columbus area particularly in steens where double d's is 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 pretty cool it's something i've been working on a while and it took doing karaoke there for a little while took doing a little bit of acoustic gigs and easing my band into the fold and uh now we pack it out every time we play it's standing room only it's pretty cool. That's awesome. I remember when we went out there to see y'all play, I was like, man, we're lost. <laughs> and I can't even remember who was driving. There. But they were like, no, we're not lost. We're, we got the you know the GPS thing going. And like, no, man, we're out in the middle of nowhere. We're lost. <laughs> and then you round a corner and there it is. There it is, you yeah. know. But that's cool that it's out in the middle of nowhere because that makes it perfect for this kind of thing yep because yeah. you can get as loud as you want the bikes are loud the music's going to be loud as late as we want you know yeah pretty much anything you there's want. less regulation because you're not in town you're yeah, kind of in the county there. and uh i mean you are so close to alabama that they really don't give a shit at all so <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty cool <laughs> it's good when nobody gives a shit um <laughs> you no, it's, fun. It's, it's gonna be pretty awesome um like I said, I got 11 bands coming out for this thing. So I don't know anywhere where you can catch 11 bands for 15 bucks, you know. Um, so I think you really need to go ahead and get your tickets, you know, get planned for this. It's going to be not just – if you've never been to a biker rally, for one, I mean, you got to experience it at least once in your life. And that's what's going to happen between each band's setup is there's going to be some sort of biker game. At the end of the night, it's going to even be a wet tea contest. I mean, it's going to get wild and crazy. But that's, that's – I mean, all that for just 15 bucks, dude. You can't, you can't, uh, can't beat that anywhere. Uh, we're really excited. We're really mostly excited about uh, the fact that it's, uh, it's uh, carrying on uh, Snake Man's kind of dream. And uh, if you look at the flyer, there's a drawing on top of the drawing. That's something that he had drawn for the first one and we were cool to incorporate that into the flyer it's pretty cool um so make sure you check it out um the bands that got coming um uh, local favorites you know we got Illyria, 
Fina No Lyria that's actually got a song that's charted. Um, this uh, little old band from Amory called uh, Kill Jay. What? There we go. Uh, Affliction of Absence going to be there. Then my band Seeking Seven. Uh, my really good good friends from um, Jackson. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not practice. Oh yeah, the Seeking Seven. That's pretty good. See, I need good. to get on the show more often so you can get you can go you know, on the show more often so I can do the Seeking yeah, so Seven bell ringer. Uh, my good friends from Jackson, Jordan Shots and Gang, American Automatic is going to be there. Um, and Five Stories from Jackson, Tennessee. Um, um, the guys from Stone Chamber who play the the Rail Festival, right? they hit me up about it. Dr. So Van. Yeah. I was able to uh, get them on. Uh, Collision Theory, also from Jackson, Tennessee. See, these out-of-town bands are coming. That's that's why, it, I mean, you really need to do it. Um, Shane's band, um, uh, Shane and Seth with Somatic Theory. Um, they're going to be there. I got a riding shotgun. Um, what else? Uh, a quiet calm. Uh, a couple more I probably didn't mention, but check out the flyers all listed on the event page. Uh, if you get your tickets early, uh, they're fifteen dollars. But if you wait to the uh, the week of the show and get them at the door, they're twenty. So you need to find somebody uh, to get tickets from. You could get tickets from me. You could go to Double D's Bar, get tickets, talk to Patty or Shotzi. Um, Jerem Farah has some tickets, so if you need some tickets, hit one of us up, and we'll meet you somewhere and make sure you get the uh, early bird special. Did you think to bring some with you? Uh, I didn't, but I I can uh, I meant to. Well, Jerem's got some. I can go get them from him. Uh, yeah, and I, he, I can bring you back there. there. He lives right up the road. It's, it's so odd because I take them everywhere I go, and the one day I didn't bring them with me. So. <laughs> uh, but you brought up a good point because every band you just <clears throat> named off – I mean, they're they're usually in a situation where you would have to pay to see them, right? And and it's usually fifteen dollars. And it's just usually to see that one band, you know, like the the five dollar door thing is like in the past. You yeah. usually have to pay ten dollars at least to see any one of these bands, mm-hmm. and you've got how many? Ten. 11 11 Boom. bands for 15 bucks not the for not 15 mention, bucks not only that i mean you get to witness all these biker games that's gonna Absolutely. happen but, now, I but don't you know, also you don't have to be a biker to enjoy the game to, to enjoy the As a matter of fact the bigger the crowds for these biker games the better they are uh, like I don't know what they are. That's not my uh, area of expertise. But yeah. the 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 weenie grab. The uh, I mean, it's a bunch of them. They're, they're really fun to watch and uh, the cheer them on. And uh, it's it's if I mean usually just to participate in that you pay about fifteen dollars. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. For any of these biker rallies that happen. Yeah, and, we've uh, played a couple of biker rallies and I remember us playing the Eagles Nest. The Eagles Nest, back. absolutely. That was so cool. Like three times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we played it twice, and uh, you guys played it three times, and that that's that's what's going to be. People are going to be camping out there. There's going to be. It's really cool. Yeah, don't want to miss it. June first, so make sure you mark your calendars. Uh, jump on um, uh, Facebook or. Uh, I'm probably going to even make a website for this thing, uh, but jump on Facebook, find the event page for the uh, Slop Shop Top Drop uh, Music Biker Fest, and you'll see the event page. Sign up for it. Say you're coming. Hit one of us up. Our names are in the event page, so you know who to get in touch with uh, to get your uh, early bird ticket specials. Um, and you don't. You're, I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it. Uh, me being uh, an event organizer, as far as the rural festival festival concerns, I. I feel your pain as far as like getting this together because it, it can be a headache. It's it's fun and it's worth it, but man, there's there's a lot of work that goes into it. Like people don't even there's there's things that people don't even think about that you have to do to organize something like this. Um give me like a an idea of like of course this year hasn't happened yet, but last year's cuz you said you've already done it once. And right. this, this is year, the first year with music, so last year was strictly the bikes only, and it was successful then with just yeah. the bike, just the bike. I think they had about uh, two hundred people there, and uh, that's just the, the bikes alone, and uh, or something to that effect. Um, we were uh, the band Seeking Seven, where we were actually booked that weekend, so we didn't actually get to go. But I remember making Patty and Kevin a promise last year. I was like, next year we're gonna. We're going to free our schedule so that I can come and be a part of it. But we didn't expect Kevin to pass uh, uh, on Christmas the way, it, way all that happened. And so, you know, again, me and Shotzi and Patty got together and said, let's carry on his memory. So I, I said, well, you know what we ought to do? We need to 
bring a bunch of bands. Let's make it into a huge festival, and uh, and, and and make it all in his honor. And everybody's been so supportive ever since then. Yes, there's a lot of work into it. There's sponsors we have to get and organize. Uh, uh, just just rounding the bands, and then we have to change dates because there was a planned biker ride that was happening in the original date that we had it, and that came up after the fact that we planned. So when I uh, when we changed dates, I lost a few bands due to scheduling conflicts after that. So I had to kind of rebuild the lineup from scratch. And uh, it's been a lot of work going into it. But um, I want to tell you that this is going to be the first year of many. And uh, uh, we're hoping that there's good uh, success this year. That way next year we can bring in uh, a bigger headliner, uh, somebody that you all know and love to, to headline the show. And and it's going to be really worth it because if you participate early this year and catch all 11 bands you, you do, then next year when we bring in the big headliners, it won't be like a fee increase or anything like that. So uh, y'all need to come out and make this successful because Columbus needs something like this. We need to bring live music back to this area. Man, it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what time does the music kick off? At noon. Uh, gates open and the bar opens at 11. Uh, the music uh, is going to kick off right at noon. And uh, all the biker games happen between each band's set. So uh, get there early. I think a quiet calm is kicking everything off. Um, and, uh, yeah, get there early and stay for all the bands. As always, when we hit record, we have all the animals making as much noise as possible. My dog is breathing heavy in the background. That's not just me. And then, you know, the cat's got a meow. But, uh, we're out I had top of Kill Jake. <laughs> we're at the ranch. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? But no, dude, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to it. I, I think it's going to be awesome. And I think it's really cool that they're, I mean, you can bring a tent. Oh yeah, and pitch a tent, and you ain't got to worry about driving home. That's right. Um, matter of fact, that air mattress a lot of people are going to be camping out to this, and uh, and not to mention too, if uh, you remember the Rebel Festival was such a, a an awesome lineup last year and this year, and both years they kind of got rained out, and not not on purpose, kind of kind of by accident. It turned out that I was able to set the lineup to be. Uh, a makeup show for the Rail Festival, and that's the reason I contacted Illyria and had the order as much as the same way as the Rail Festival was too, because it just wasn't right. Um, this year at the Rail Festival, we were there just as we were our, our band Six and Seven, just as we were tearing down our stuff, and Kill J was bringing their stuff on. They're like, "Get the get yeah, the heck off get the out of here!" We're, There's lightning <laughs> the and stuff is coming. The and then and then that night is it was a tornado that wiped out half of Hamilton, and that was yeah. crazy. So, uh, so this is a chance for uh, if you missed or couldn't come out to the railroad festival because of the rain, here's a chance to see it all over again. And uh, yeah, that's really cool. It worked out that way because a lot of people told me like, "Hey, you need to do a like a do over. You need to do a show like here in a couple of weeks, and you know, get all the bands back." And I'm like, "Well, it's it's not that easy. Right. You know, everybody. Yeah. This is summer. Everybody's got schedules. Mm -hmm. Everybody's like even even Killjoy like." we're we've got we're not as busy as you guys but well, we've got was, shows every month up till at least september right after the rail festival i was hearing the same chatter and as i was looking at my schedule that i had to rebuild because of our date change i thought well, why not you know why not uh why not try to make this a makeup show so again all your railroad festival peeps if you missed it here's a chance to see it again uh june 1st it's going to be at Steen's. The dress is on the flyer, so make sure. I'm sure uh, um, the podcast here will share the flyer from their page as well. Absolutely. I think you already have. So oh, yeah. Mark will share it again, but the address is on the flyer. It is way out in the country, but that's where you want to hold these. That's where you want to be. Yeah, exactly. And bring your tent and stuff. Spend a night. It's going to be really cool. What about campers? Can if like if you have an RV, can you um, pull it out there and? Right. I know there's not probably not hookups, but uh, I don't think there's any hookups. But um, um, the owner of the of the bar, it's not going to be in the bar. It's going to be outside of the bar. Uh, but the owner of the bar lives like literally walking distance from the bar, and she said any camper RVs or oversized vehicles can park at her place. Nice. Uh, there's not going to be any hookups or anything, but there will be places for it. And uh, most of the parking for the event will be there. We're going to have uh, um, guys with side-by-sides and little um, gators to, to help transport people. So you won't even have to walk there. You just hit one of the nice. guys up with the gators, and they'll take you to the parking area. Man, this this reminds me of, of what me and Sean were talking about the other day. Like, back in the day, you you had to find the party. 
And there was a couple of big parties that that happened way back then that we still talk about today where they had to like have secret reflectors or like one of the parties they had beer cans hanging from tree limbs and that's where you knew to turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you see another one hanging from a limb, you turn there and you, and that's how you find the party. But it, it's kind of gotten from that to people want the convenient like right here in town. I don't have to I don't have to like work for it. But this is reminiscent of the old school. And like I said before, this is where you want to be. You want to mm-hmm. be out away from everything exactly. so that you can get loud, you can have a good time, you can camp out. As long as I've been playing music in bands, our best shows looking back, the best shows we've ever had, hands down, have been these outside field parties. Yeah. Usually on somebody's porch or, um, you know, outside. The, the We were talking about the Eagle's Nest uh, jam earlier. Those have been hands down some of our best gigs, and uh, and you know, like I said, you want to be a part of what I think is going to be the beginning of uh, of, of another annual event that's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger depending on the success. And if you're like me, if you want to bring live music back uh, to our area, this is the way that you do it. You support little shows like this that are going to become huge big shows later on. Yeah, with something like this, you definitely what you don't want is to be the person he, person hearing about the stories. You want to be a part of the story. Yeah, living the stories. Yeah, <laughs> you want to you want to be there because you're going to be hearing stories about this party for a for, long time. Yeah, for a year, <laughs> and I'm telling you, yeah, yeah. I, it's one of those things that you just can't describe either. You know, you have to kind of you have to be there. be there and live it. You know, and it's going to be one of those events that will be talked about. And I, I promise you, if you come to this thing, you're gonna just you're gonna mark your calendars for the next year's event too, because it's going to be just just as cool, probably bigger. That's really cool. And you got Big Johnny Blender. Big Johnny Blender. He's yes. DJing, uh, right? Or he's MCing. He's right. MCing again. Again, you know, I, I ripped the Rebel Festival off this Good. year. Good. You know? I like it. I needed it. to because the, the the rain has not been kind to us in the no, past it hasn't. Uh, couple of years. Last year, I, I worked so hard. It's hard to get on these festivals. Sometimes you have to work years to get on. Take, for example, Market Street and Columbus. I've been working since the early 2000s. To get in with those folks to get my band on that festival finally happened and of course it rains out I, I booked seven festivals last year and all seven festivals were rained out this year i mean it's been not not as good railroad festival was rained out another one was rained out so uh, the weather has not been too kind to us at all and uh so um we we're in desperate need of a good outdoor festival not not me not the band but our area because for sure well april and may are notorious for especially april is notorious for bad weather right really bad weather not just Mm -hmm. rain but you know thunderstorms tornadoes etc but usually like in june that's when it starts kind of tapering out yeah so i think this is a good time um however just in the rare case we do get rain is this a rain or shine event? It is, is a rain or shine event. Uh, we will bring things inside if we need to. Um, so it's going to happen either way. Um, so if you if you buy your tickets, rest assured that the event will still happen. We're just going to move everything. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. I mean, you mm-hmm. still got the inside of the bar, right? You know? Yeah. Is there going to be anything going on on the stage inside? Um, is all the music and everything going to be outside? The whole that's time? what we're going to expand to. I, I started to do that this year, and I was going to have uh, acoustic and solo and small bands inside during the changeovers on the outside. Um, so if you're there for the music and you don't care too much about the bikers, you can go inside and check out a band out in there. Uh, we didn't do this mainly because um, I uh, when we had to change the date and I lost so many bands due to scheduling conflicts, I said, well, let's make it a little bit, you know, make it only outside. But next year, that's what we plan to do. So, uh, and then the schedule that I built for that, uh, there was over 17 different acts all day long. So that would be really cool. You could see 17 artists and bands all day long. So that's what, that's kind of the future plans at this point, but it was the original plan. That's what I was going to do. Uh, so no, uh, nothing will be happening inside. Uh, except they're going to keep the doors closed best they can. So it'd be a cool place. If it get too hot, you can go inside the bar and cool down a little bit. We're, we're going to have water stations too, because we know how hot June can be. Uh, well, there's going to be water uh, stations outside everywhere. I'm more interested in the and, beer. And, uh, oh, of course. Beer. I mean, <laughs> that's what we specialize in. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, we can drink water anytime. <laughs> we're we're gonna come to drink beer. Yeah, it's gonna be hot, and there's gonna be a lot of bands, a lot of stuff going on. So uh, make sure that you come prepared to uh, wear wear good clothes uh, that uh, that are are, are heat friendly clothes, and uh, it's gonna be a great day. Come out and join us. Man, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be amazing. Um, we're gonna take a little break. Unless you have anything else you want to say about this, uh, you might want to double plug where to get the tickets. But we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Endgame. Endgame. So Boom. you're safe right now if you haven't seen Endgame. But spoilers lie ahead. You might want to hit the stop button if you haven't seen. You it. might want to hit. Yeah, you might want to pause it, run, watch Endgame, and then come back and hit play. According to the numbers, the, uh, according to the numbers, you've already seen it. All of America has seen it four times. <laughs> yes. If you look at the numbers, so you're probably safe. But if you're one of the weird people that haven't seen it yet, you don't want this to be spoiled either. Don't don't say, "Oh, well, I don't mind spoilers," because no, you don't. It's going to take the excitement of the movie away. But <clears throat> hit your stop button now yeah. if you haven't seen it. So with with that spoiler warning in mind, before we close out talking about this awesome show, tell them one more time where to get tickets. Okay, so you can hit me up, um, um, Robbie Ross. Obviously, if you didn't know my voice, um, you can hit Mark Cleaning Up because I'm gonna give him a batch. Um, Germ Farah, Patty Goodwin, Shot C Whitehead, and if you go to Double D's Bar, there's gonna be a bunch there too. So uh, just hit us up with message, you know, at least me and uh, I can speak for Germ too, that we'll even meet you somewhere to give you the tickets if we have to. So just hit us up, send us a message on Facebook. That's literally the best place to reach me at. And uh, and we'll make sure you get some tickets to the early bird special. Now, if you wait to the week of the show, they go up to 20 bucks. 20 so bucks is still not It's still bad. a good deal. No, not for That's 11 not I would pay 20 bucks for this. Yeah. Like, if you didn't book me... I'd pay twenty bucks to go see this. But if you want to, you know, steal, you know, have a steal. But since you did boo me, I'm not paying twenty bucks. <laughs> if you want to rob your way I'm into sorry. the festival and get the I'm sorry, I'm not paying you, Robbie. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> um, not to put you on the spot or anything, but is it possible we could maybe give a ticket pair away on the show? Man, my arm is hurting. You just twisted it. Let's make that happen. It kind of—I heard it kind of crackle. Yeah, crackle in the wrist yeah. in the wristal area. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you guys figure out we're going to give a, a, a maybe two pair of tickets. To hey, the that's pop, even better. Real pop culture, two okay. pair of tickets. So you see, can, you can bring this is exclu- with you. I like exclusive stuff. It makes right, me feel know. special. And uh, you got to call the number though, right? Is that how it's going to work? I like it when people call the number, but we'll yeah we'll advertise that uh, we're going to give away two ticket pairs. And uh, I'm putting you on the spot again. Yeah. When we get ready to give away the ticket pairs, traditionally we do a Facebook Live. Why don't you come back and do a Facebook Live with us here in the studio? Now my other arm hurts. Now your other arm's crackle popping. There you go. That was more in the elbow, in the weenus. In the weenus area. In the weenus. That's a real thing. (laughs) (laughs) You know anatomy and physiology. That's right. I just cracked your weenus right here on. Why were we not on Facebook Live so we can witness that? <laughs> uh, oh, absolutely. I'll be here uh, and we'll give the tickets away on live. Uh, That's awesome. That'll be really cool. All right. Well, we're going to hear a word from our sponsors. And then, if you haven't seen Endgame, Stop. you need to run. Go watch the dang movie. Run away. Go watch the movie now. Stop. Get your tickets. Go watch the movie. And, I was and, late. And don't, like, I just watched Like Today, we're recording and, this on Sunday. I just watched it Thursday. Don't do the stupid thing and, and get the uh, the the online copy that's out there floating around. Oh no 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 no! You need the you don't want to bootleg this movie. You know you the, need the, the quality at, at the theater. At the, I, again, not to start a whole another podcast. This about, is not spoiler. But dude, the, the CGI stuff. Marvel has. DC needs to hire whoever's doing Marvel's oh, CGI yeah. because you know Steppenwolf had a stupid face. Oh yeah, and uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> but Thanos, dude, it was so good, so good, so good. So before I spoil anything, we're gonna stop right now. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal is a nonprofit organization. A level-headed team with a knowledgeable background who tries to explain and debunk, not taking things solely as paranormal. 
They try to help their clients with an understanding about the paranormal. Shadowstalkers Paranormal also gives back to the community by way of sponsorships such as this one, fundraisers for historical sites and individuals with terminal illnesses. They strive to make their team better and make a difference. You can find them on Facebook, facebook.com slash shadowstalkersparanormal38821. They're ready to believe you. He finally goes out and the cat walks right up to the edge of the door and meows. It's like, damn it. All right. Spoilers. 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 Three, two, one. Iron right. Man died. <laughs> <laughs> and Black Widow. And no coming back either. There's no Black coming. Widow hurt me more than Iron Man. It's no coming back. Because they're making a Black Widow movie right now. They're making, well, they're it's a prequel. What? About her. Duh, it's not uh, a... I mean, yeah, because she's like... It can't gone. be a sequel. Vision? Gone. So we've lost Gamora, Vision. Gamora? Gone. But we kind of have a new Gamora. We have past Gamora that's yeah. in the present. There's a... What? There's <laughs> actually... There's this online uh, um, opinion, because if you look at the very end, uh, we're... Again, spoilers... Uh, if we didn't make that clear already, yeah, oh, where I think we made it pretty clear. Thor was is with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Gamora is not there. So supposedly, when when Cat went back to put all the Infinity Stones back in place, and when they did the snap, the snap undid everything that they did. So actually, some Gamora is gone. I kind of teeter on that uh, end of uh, things because yeah, she's not, not the there. Snap, but the snap isn't what killed Gamora or Vision. No, but the snap like you, only, you only got back what the snap the, did. Exactly, yeah. but the thing is, they came from the past. Thanos, uh, the one of the uh, nebulas, one of the mm-hmm. nebulas, and and then uh, Gamora. They came from the past. Yeah. So when he did the snap, that undid everything that came from the past. So Gamora was. Oh, so that's gone yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So Gamora's yeah. gone. Well, they're also doing a. Uh, I've heard that they're doing a if, Scarlet If it wasn't, then she would have been there at the end. I've also heard they're doing a Scarlet Witch Vision series. Along oh, with there's a, a lot. Hawkeye series. Yes. A now, you have to be like Falcon, a, a Disney HD or yeah. XD or whatever they call that, Disney subscriber. Plus, whatever. Yeah, if you, it looks like I'm going to have to subscribe to it because they're not doing I've heard what, it's cheap. I've heard it's going to be like $4 and something a month. It's not, um, it's not, it's not what Netflix did either. It's not. They're going to be... Using same actors, um, and it's going to be uh, uh, very obviously tied to the MCU. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing they're going to do with these next spinoffs. So that's going to be exciting too to watch some of those. There's TV so many series. kudos I want to give to to Marvel and uh, what's the Russo brothers? Is the that Russo brothers, yeah. yeah. Man, okay, we we knew. Like I, I I tried to stay away from spoilers, but there's things that I knew were going to happen because Robert Downey Jr. has been looking for the door. Chris Evans too, and, yeah. and yeah. Captain America, and I was like, "Well, they're going to kill them off." Mm-hmm. But dude, the way they sent both of them away, yeah, oh, couldn't have done um, it any they, better. You, you really. couldn't have done it better. Best writing, and everything. Right, right when you thought Captain America was going to die, before the yeah. army came in, mm-hmm. when they were facing off, it was like what three or four of them facing off against Thanos, and he broke the shield. I was like, "Okay, well, this is where Cap goes out." Yeah. No, he nope. he went out like a totally different way. He didn't die. No. Oh, uh, and that's what I was expecting. But Tony Stark did die, and but it was like okay because he saved the freaking world. Yeah, the universe. Yeah, we can. And the he universe. had that closure with his dad. Like they gave him such a good yeah. send off. I've never seen a send off better. Yeah, we can also get. I feel okay with it. More oh, Captain yeah. America yeah. movies. Oh, you know, in we a panel that can get what he did while he was gone. Like, true. We've got a whole. He's true. got eighty years or whatever worth of. In a panel that the Russo brothers were just on, uh, they they confirmed that too. Said, "Look, we, you know, I know people are sad that Tony died, and that was part of it. But you know, the thing is, is nowhere in cinematic history has any character been through a full fruition the way that he has. And and if 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 anything." We should uplift well, I mean, his spirit. You know, they were treating his death like a real person had died. You know, yeah. that's because that's how impactful this really I is. I mean, no movies yeah. ever went through 22. 20, I mean, it was 22 movies. And I love how in this movie, of the movies. way they did this movie, you want to go back and watch all those movies yeah. again because they revisited key points and made you go, shit. 
Now they I want to go watch this and this yeah. and this and this and this. Exactly. exactly. Pretty much every one of them. How because genius. even the ones I didn't like, uh, for we were talking earlier about uh, Dark World, that was one of my least favorite Marvel movies. This movie changed my opinion about other movies. And the best way that I can put it in a synopsis for you is if however much you've invested in the MCU up to this point is how much you're going to get out of it. You know, you could watch it as a standalone movie, not seeing things and probably enjoy the movie. But if you've if you've been following since Iron Man one and watching every movie from now from then to now, you're going to get a lot out of Endgame. Like, I and oh, and what's yeah. so what's so I wouldn't say it's insignificant, but what such a small movie. Infinity War is compared to Endgame. Yes, Infinity War is just exactly. a little, <laughs> little tip of the iceberg. Everything it's was n- the perfect buildup, especially yes. Gar. If, if you go back, Ragnarok, so the Guardians good. of the Galaxy two, so good, <laughs> and Infinity War all so three good. were just a huge buildup. Oh, oh yeah. by the way, I haven't seen Captain Marvel yet. It just didn't work out to where I haven't seen. I it could yet. go, but it did, no. I, I didn't feel like. I'm still going to watch Captain Marvel, obviously, but right. I, I didn't feel like I was lost. No, and I don't think you would be because... So any of these 20 movies, if you saw all those movies, it's even better. But if you didn't even see any of them... Right, right. You don't necessarily have You wouldn't be well, lost. Well, the fact that Captain Marvel is a prequel, you know, yeah. and that's not even a spoiler. They make that known oh, yeah. uh, in the trailers. It's in the 90s, yeah. You don't miss... I mean, it, not having seen Captain Marvel is not a detrimental so to... So here was, here was... I've got a couple of big questions. All right. What do you want to see moving forward? Now that we're done with, well, of course we're not done with all the old movies because they're still talking about, you know, they're doing Spider-Man. They're doing, uh, supposedly they're still in work for uh, the next one, Guardians will, of the Galaxy the next 3 one that comes out and will be Black Panther 2 yeah. and Spider-Man still Far doing those. You know, that's... Movie. There's even talks of another Thor movie. Oh, yeah. The, well, that, that's, that's such outside a... Outside of those, what are you looking forward to? Well, here's the thing. That's such a huge question, and I guess my only answer could be this. is like It really doesn't matter what I want because there's so much unlimited possibility well, at this point. They're all going to be good. They've already proven that so, they which, know how to make a good movie. I have, to, <laughs> I have to expound a little bit further than uh, Endgame and talk about the Spider-Man trailer because now since a hole's been... Uh, ripped in the dimensional port, then now we're talking about a multiverse. Oh yeah. Now now so that we're in a world of multiverse, literally anything way, can happen from this it's, point. It's the same as DC. I, I don't I don't have any ambition on what what I want to see forward. I'm just man. I'm buckling in and I'm going to strap in for the ride because it's going to be awesome. You mentioned we're going to see thing. we're going to see Adam Warlock. We're going to see uh, Mysterio. Warlock. We're going to see. There's so many things that we're going to see now that we're dealing with the multiverse. I mean, we could have. I mean, I mean, the imagination but is the limit. You the know? big, the big, big, big thing is everybody say it now. Okay, they've got rights. They can do X Men. Yeah, they well, do, I mean, now they can bring it in. I mean, cause, and so I guess my big question is who is who have we not seen that you would like to see? Um, or or a reboot of one that's already been. You know, well, well for for one, bringing in the X Men universe has always frightened me because the MCU has been so good at this point. I thought that's the way it's going to be ruined uh, because if you don't do that just right. I mean, especially how uh, many people has invested so much of Hugh Jackman is the only Wolverine that they'll ever know and love. It's going to be hard to, to hand that torch to somebody else. But now that they're talking about a multi-universe, I think, well, wow, this could actually work and this could be... I, so, I, obviously, that's the way they're going to bring in Fantastic Four. That's the way they're going to bring in I, X-Men. Um, th- that's the way all this is going to happen. And, well, personally, uh, I think I would like to... There, you know, and there's the big thing about, okay, the, the two snaps release so many... So, like gamma, I guess is what how they put it. Yeah. Like gamma radiation. And that's going to be your lead into mutants. Um, and, uh, I think I don't know. Well, I, I don't, don't think they they don't even uh, need to go that route. I mean, yeah. would you say it in the multiverse? I don't know because uh, it's explained in, in in all the comments and, and even in the previous X Men movies that you know uh, mutation comes from evolution, which is thousands and thousands of millions well, of years. They're also in the saying process. that okay. They they were also I've also read a thing a theory where they. Uh, they go back to the pre, even with the, even if you consider the old X Men movies mm-hmm. with 
the new Marvel, the MCU. Yeah. Even if you consider that, they're talking about, they said they could always go back. Because Magneto's the first one on record as far as what they're looking at. Right. But of course, you had Wolverine that was around during Civil and War. Apocalypse but, is supposed to be the oldest mutant, you know. But they could also but, uh, say that, that okay, whatever this was when they when they released everything in the past, when they mm-hmm. changed everything in the past. Yeah. Well, all like the Captain America part the, of that could have been what created Magneto. My prediction from that point up. Yeah, my prediction you know, is so. is I think everything has to do with the multiverse, especially all the individual standalone movies comes in threes. There's three Thors, there's three Captain oh, yeah. Americas, there's three Iron Mans, etc., etc. They owe us two more uh, um, the, uh, Doctor Strange movies. And where to go yeah. with Doctor Strange is that he's going to start tapping into the multiverse. Well, that's and, perfect. Uh, that's a perfect. Lead. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, we still got Galactica to fight. I mean, who's a bigger enemy than Thanos? Probably nobody, but Galactica, maybe you know, uh, Galactus. I don't know. Um, I think they. I think they need to go. It, it may sound weird, but I think they need to go smaller on a smaller level. And then, but if they go somewhere big like that, it'll be another buildup. It'll mean, be a, it's a, new, yeah. a new. Mutant I mean, Galactus would be right? perfect. Um, you got the Inhumans that are coming too, so the, that's going to be the next. I've also heard rumors Avengers. of Dark Avengers, which is like that's probably my favorite idea. Oh yeah, that, I, that would be great. I, I would I mean, love to see that. It would be a completely different. They would have to do it in a different style than what mm-hmm. they've done so far. Yeah, I think. But Dark Avengers would definitely be my favorite. But. Another thing besides the multiverse that changes the status quo going forward is this time jump. Okay, they treated this movie like those things happened in the timeline of when those movies came out. Like they went to 2012. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then they went. So this movie took place in 2019, but there was a five year. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then there was a so, five years after 2019. So exactly. this is like this so movie's every, in the future. So just so far from home. The Spider-Man movie has to happen in 19, 20, 20, 20, 40, You know, it has yeah. to happen in like 2025 or 24. Right. 24. So 2024, I'm thinking. forward is in the future. Yeah. Because we had the five-year thing. Mm-hmm. So the status quo is kind of changed. Oh, yeah. You know? And, uh, uh, you know, there, there's a lot that's going to be revealed, but I think also more questions going to be asked after a Far From Home. Uh, gets dropped, and that's that's so cool. That I, I hope that they that keep. I hope they keep you know busting out three movies a year like they've been doing. You they know, probably uh, will. and because uh, this is so exciting. Um, Endgame from start to finish was. I mean, it's the longest of all the. Uh, um, the the movies it's the longest oh, yeah. of all of them it didn't but it didn't like feel like it hours, yeah it you know they not. did too this is something that That's someone told me the other day about like i get uncomfortable at a movie they uh and it didn't feel like three hours mm-hmm. and went by when i left out of that so, I yeah. pee one time uh, yeah i planned it so i wouldn't have to I no, no energy drinks before that movie um but um i i seen where the the producers uh kevin feige and all that they actually edited the movie so it ended right at three thousand so they could tell all their mc fans we love you three thousand that was pretty cool oh, that was pretty cool so the they edited the movie so it ended right at three thousand minutes i would be remiss if i did not mention fat thor <laughs> i was so happy about fat thor for so many reasons first of all kudos to them man because everybody wants to see hemsworth you know the hotness. Buff right. and he's, 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 yeah. a, he's a good-looking man, and you know, well, there's probably a lot of you this know people that want to see him that way. But not only did they give us Fat Thor, but he stayed that way through the, the whole, whole movie. movie. Even when I figured that was because they could have fixed one line of dialogue, like, "Oh, as soon as the lightning gets back in me, I burn all my calories." Uh, my my uh, little one-liner <laughs> no. could have fixed all that, but yeah. no, they kept him fat. I love through it. The like whole now you movie. can actually, well, like, you know, a lot of people say, "I have, a, I have the body of a god." Look at Buddha. That's but the now second they reason. Say that. well, that's the second reason I like that. it because now I really do like it. If you follow the comments, so King <laughs> Thor with the big beard that's braided, and uh, he's a big dude. Yeah, he's, that's he's true. a king. He's like so, uh, so that's where they're going with this. He's going to be King Thor. He's going to be a big dude. Um, and uh, so, so I, I'll tell I you. like how they. You know what? Uh, the best the word of it today is what Kevin Smith said. And he goes fan service. 
He goes, that's what they did throughout the whole movie. And it wasn't gratuitous to where it was just gross fan service. It was very well put. Yeah, just they hit so many little things that go, oh, that's a throwback to this, and whoa, that's a throwback to that. Well, like when Captain America said Hill Hydra, that's a big thing in the comics. Oh, yeah. That was the most hated in the comics. And what's what's so funny about that, that was actually the most hated Captain America series ever ever put out. And the fact that they tipped their their, their their hat to that was so cool. I, I thought about that first. I'm glad you when brought he, that up. When he man. said that, I was like, "Whoa, they're really giving us that yes. from, the that from the comics." And yeah. I'm not even a Marvel comics. I don't read the comics, but I knew about. Well, that. you also, um, you know, that's, that's well, you also get a little a little hope at the end, the funeral. Oh yes, when yeah. everybody left because you've got not only have you got Tony's daughter, mm-hmm. but you've got the be other the next, kid. Should be the that next was in Iron Man, man three. Right. That was there, and he was. It almost seemed like he was out of place. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you, you're at this superhero funeral party oh, yeah. that they're having. Why, why are you here? You know, another so there's fan. There's got to be a reason that they put him in there. They wouldn't just put him in there for you know with no other superheroes there. Another fan service I mean, no moment too is um, so. how uh, Ant Man's daughter is five years older. Now, exactly. if you read the comments, Ant Man daughter gets the Ant Man's and later. Hawkeye's daughter, and, which of course yeah. in the comics she's Ronan's or you know Hawkeye's. Now she's, she's old enough Hawkeye. to start you know doing that, and now I think the next Ant Man movie is going to really allude to, to the that. daughter. Yeah, yeah. So. And I've also heard rumors that the, they're 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 doing a Hawkeye series, and part of that series is going to be him training his Clint daughter. training yeah. his daughter to yeah. become. The next Hawkeye, yeah. which is you know, which is perfect for the comics. But I think the thing I'm looking forward to the biggest is I want to see them do Doctor Doom right. Like that's what if I had if I had two hopes, it would be to do Doctor Doom right and to do a Namor movie, which Namor is going to be tough to keep up with Aquaman. My uh, but when I was about seven, but that was my two um, biggest ones. When I was about seven years old, my my great aunt. Um, she gave me this like milk crate full of Fantastic Four coloring books and a few comic books. It was full of them, and she handed it to me. It was what I was to do, and she was babysitting yeah. me, to keep me quiet, and all that. Uh, from that moment, I mean, that was my first like experience in any comic book, um, and Fantastic Four was the first thing I ever read. And, or See, that's how I was about X Men. Yeah, and yeah, I didn't get introduced to any other comic books till so much later. My brother, my brother's um, twelve years older than me. He walked in when I was probably nine or ten years old, mm-hmm. and uh, he worked at this little grocery store. And back then, they had those little spinning racks of yeah. comics in oh, every grocery store you ever went to. Right? You yeah. Know? Yeah. And he worked at this grocery store. Oh, well, yeah. every week when he got paid, he would buy me a comic book. And bring it, and he had his old collection that he gave me as well. But he would buy a comic book, and he would read it, and then he would bring it to me and just let me have it. Right. And uh, uh, a few years ago, I lost my collection, which I mean, I, <laughs> I, I regret every day. But anyway, I—that's uh, how I was with. Well, uh, anytime that X-Men. I see, I mean, yeah. everything because everything he brought me was the X Men. Anytime you know? I see anything Fantastic Four on the big screen, that's that's reliving my childhood. Whether oh, yeah. the movie sucked or whether the movie's good, it doesn't it's matter exactly. because that's, how I was with that's my childhood. But what's on my top list of movies that people say that suck that don't suck? Um, you know, bell for a little chime in there. But it's fan- the the latest Fantastic Four, like Michael it. B. Jordan, and now that like universe it. can but now merge together with the MCU. Or they um, can, or they can create a new one, and it doesn't matter anymore. And we also got to talk got about a multiverse. Like, that one still exists. Yeah. but Here's another one. And here's something that lives. Same way in with X Men. That one still exists. They confirmed with Sony option. that even the Venom universe coexists in the MCU universe. I've heard that. So yeah. uh, they confirmed that this Sony is making them and uh, releasing them, but they're in association with them. So we you got, see we got Morales. that. One. Oh well, they've already hinted to that actually. Oh, well, yeah, Miles Morales is not a multiverse thing. He already has been confirmed that lives in this current universe because, and the Prowler is going to be um, Donald, uh, Glover. Donald Glover. That's yeah. going to be great. That's going to be so great. Um, so yeah, we already got a Miles Morales in this universe, and that's but to that, me really, two, really yeah. The two the two biggest for me probably would be like I said, they would be Doctor Doom and Namor. And I would love them, love to see them. And they can do this now with this multiverse. Mm-hmm. I would love to see them jump into the 2099 stuff. 
Oh, I yeah. always loved no that when it first came out. You mm-hmm. know, what was it, early 90s? Yeah. But I always loved it. And Doom 2099 was great. Spider-Man was probably the best out of the 2099 stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I, like I've already said, uh, Secret Wars was, was the biggest to me ever. You know, the Beyonder and mm-hmm. the Secret Wars, the original one. Not the, not the new, let's kill everybody off because we've got too many characters, Secret Wars. But the old one, that was always one of the... When they changed the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. For yeah, the first time, they took, they took Thing out and brought in She-Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they had so much... That was kind of the entrance to the... Uh, the Spider-Man black outfit too was was all it, that, that makes me think that back to uh, going back to Endgame. Uh, what did you guys think about Professor Hulk? Did you oh, see yeah. that coming? That was fan service too. And I like yeah. that they actually called that like, was fan service. Professor Hulk. Uh, they actually called because him that, that, that was part of the comics. Oh yeah, that's exactly what happened. And I love how they had like Ragnarok went um, War War Hulk. Obviously, yeah, and then uh, so we got that in, in Ragnarok. Now we got Professor, Hulk. so we got both, you know, Hulks yeah. in the same uh, uh, cinematic universe here. I thought that was really, really cool too. Talk about the comics. I'll have to ask y'all about this because one thing that confused me, because at least in the movies, I don't know about in the comics, it seemed like they were from day one grooming the Winter Soldier to be the next Captain America. So I was kind of surprised at the twist I kind of when they too, they chose bit. the uh, Falcon, Falcon. Yeah. to be Captain America, I was, I was which I'm fine with that. it. But now somebody else needs to be Falcon. But in right? the comics, but in the it, comics, it was Falcon. Oh, it was when when Captain America died in the comics. Mm-hmm. It was Falcon that took. It up. just it seemed was like Sam that took. It up seemed like they were building the up the first. Winter Soldier to be the next Captain America. You know, it. I thought it was a great twist because it, it left it a little bit unpredictable. But um, I. I, I like where they went with it, but what surprised me about it is if you if you think about it, um, Sam doesn't have any powers. That's you know? exactly. I mean, he's, know, a, he's Steve a, Rogers has been. You know, he's and the Winter Soldier, Soldier has powers. Has powers, but right? Sam he has a super serum. Yeah, he's you know, and here's Sam's just a normal guy. Just he relies on his. And equipment. at least in the comics, and, he can uh, he can speak with the with the birds and stuff. You know, at least yeah. he had a little bit of something extra. But yeah, he's a normal MCU. He's he's same as he's a badass guy, but he's a normal guy, you know. And uh, so uh, a loyal guy. But I also like that they give them. I mean, at some point, like when a whole when they blow up a whole building and the whole building crashes on top of everybody, you know, you get to think, out of all the people that survived, how did Hawkeye be the first one that survived? You know, with the like I don't. Sometimes you you start to think that, which in the comics Hawkeye is a little bit more powerful than what he is in the right, uh, right. in the you know in the in the movies. He's just a normal guy that knows how to shoot a bow. And old man Logan has blind and still a badass. And, yeah, yeah. Well, and, even even Natasha is uh, she's just yeah. Even she's just uh, been trying to be a crazy sick She's been around assassin. Like, yeah. Like years. She's like I'm, I'm excited about her old. prequel movie. I, I, I think it's going to be good. They can go about way back yeah. with her too. They can go into her training. So, what do you think about a? Um, to me, the perfect way to introduce any X Men into the MCU is instead of uh, like Guardians of the Galaxy was never supposed to be that big of a movie. Right, it was. I mean, it really wasn't. It was an obscure group that they threw in there. It's like a C list mm-hmm. so or D list that became an A list. That's what Marvel's way. great at. Yes, Ant yeah. Man wasn't even a big deal. But that's a great movie. The oh, best way to ease. I didn't know I needed an Ant Man movie, but <laughs> yes. hey, yeah, that's because you're, you're a normal fan. Well, you're I love it. again a fan service because if you go back to the comments, it was actually Hank Pym that started the Avengers. Yeah. Hank Pym Hank is Pym the leader is, of the yeah. Avengers, and uh, so a lot of fan service in this movie. But uh, uh, also, like what I was thinking, the way the way to bring in the X Men, because there's a lot of fans that that just does that just do not like the idea of X Men being in the MCU, and I do understand. And I understand why, why because one but, is there's so much political uh, rhetoric that that revolves around. I mean, the whole well, idea of X Men is X Men has they've made some great X Men movies, but they've made some really that bad political jargon is not going on in this universe. So the only way to bring them in is the multiverse. The multiverse. That's the only but way. I think I, a, way, I think, a great way to ease them into it, and and it could be a great way. You don't have to use him, but it could be a great way to put. Uh, a new version of Wolverine, if that's what you yeah. wanted to do. Now I do, and I do caution his, uh, against this. Alpha flight. 
that was my big because they're obscure. Right. They're like the Guardians of the Galaxy. Not everybody read Alpha Flight, right? Up, like they did X Men or or I, Avengers. Or I think whatever. it has to be so, total reboot stuff. I don't think they need to take anything. From no, I don't either. The X Men that are, that are already going on. I, I think agree. that. I don't I think they mind should use James. Some of the same actors as much as I like James McAvoy, they need to you know start from scratch. It needs to be a complete reboot. But I, I'm know. okay with them using the same actors. At, not all of them, but they could use some because it is a multiverse and. Even though you do have your prof- your James McAvoy Professor X over here, it's not the same James Mac. And I know that could get confusing in movies, mm-hmm. movie wise. That could get confusing. You know, okay, well, what would this guy do? And that's how I think you should like a reboot, like a complete yeah. reboot. I think it should be a reboot and, too. But I, the problem is they went from X Men to I think Kevin X-Men Feige First Class, which was a great movie. Which is not this is not a bad thing, but Kevin Feige has kept. The MCU is so close to the chest, and he's so picky about it that I I think, uh, uh, which is a good reason because that's that's what has made it work. Less fingers in it, you know, only one oh, or two. Because yeah. Hollywood yeah. has destroyed some great, great, great movies. You know, oh, yeah. you know the producers, you know, more money involved. Well, you're going to do this. I mean, they killed a whole Superman movie. But because, you also uh, got to think like, okay, everybody, everybody dogs on the first three X Men movie, but they were the leaders. They started. I love them. I for, for the most part, they started. I mean, there, there's some campy stuff. In Ryan Singer's already well, said that. X-Men movies are underrated. Uh, I, I, Even the one but, with Apocalypse in it was pretty good. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I Days of Future really Past was one of the greatest first, movies ever. First Class. Uh, first Class is good. And uh, Days of Future Past. Days of Future great. Past was amazing. And, uh, of course, that's my favorite one, I think. But uh, Ryan Singer's even said himself in an interview. He's like, yeah, if you look at my... The universe of the X-Men, if you take three out, the last stand, if you take three out, that's the way he designed the rest of the movies. It could all work, because like Deadpool says, these timelines are confusing. (laughs) Uh, It could all work if you take three out. That makes sense. Yeah, because, I mean, for one is, uh, um, gosh, now my brain is not working. Um, Archangel. like that doesn't work. The archangel that's in Apocalypse, that's in, that's in Part three. three. I mean, the time because he would have been a probably not even born yet when that time the, happened. The Juggernaut from X Men doesn't work because he was represented correctly in Deadpool. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Though at the time I did like the Juggernaut from X Men. At the time bitch. when it came out, you know, it was. But I, that's what I say. They were the leaders. They were the first. They they had to work in the X Men movies. They had to work the bugs out. You know, oh, yeah. and I think they did that before. Well, well like, even the Wolverine movie. How Mark opened or, it up, or, though, is like the, uh, now the you know the thing is is in the process of movies in the past uh, fifteen twenty years is what was happening is like CG started happening and and they were relying on CG to tell a story. Yes. They forgot to tell the story. Now they we brought the storytelling well, we back and a perfect marriage of great great storytelling and CG is and that's probably what I, that's what I've always said. It's the probably in game. The you biggest know? part is like. Fans have also let them know that that we don't need any more with with Spider Man with um, pretty much all of them. We don't need origin stories. We oh, don't yeah. have to retell yeah. the same origin uh-huh. story a hundred times. We, we, we know how Hulk was formed. Yeah, we know how we know how Spider Man got bit. You know, yeah. we we've seen that a dozen times already. There was yeah. no reason, and I like how they skipped same over with that. DC. I don't need know? to see Martha and Thomas Wayne laying in the alleyway. I mean, you can show us all again. Five minutes you can explain that mm-hmm. and then go into character detail. Yeah. But what, I, what I've always said about uh, any superhero movie, whether it's DC, Marvel, or anybody, mm-hmm. like to me, what they should do is write a great story. Yeah. Then put your zero superhero aspect. That's why I praise Marvel. That's why I praise MCU so much is because they've done that. I mean, who would thought about telling the story of Civil War? Who would thought about telling the stories from the 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 thing is is they don't need great writers. All this stuff has already been written if you just look into the comic books. And that's what I like about what Marvel of source material. Yeah, I mean everybody wants to come in and rewrite everything. Well that was the thing about Logan. They don't have to about the movie Logan. It was a it was a great story. And then they added the superhero part on top of it. And oh, I don't yeah. even know that they did that in the comics. You know, I hope the next Deadpool movie is Mark with the Mouth. <laughs> it's I hope like, they uh, take the next Neil, series. Is it Neil Gaiman? Is that how you say it? 
for, American Gods, Sandman. Oh yeah, yeah, that guy. Uh-huh. He was always a story writer. That mm-hmm. was the thing about him. He was always a story writer, and then he would go back and put like the superhero aspect to it after the story was written. Mm-hmm. And I just I I like him. I like his writing, but that they that but. That's the way MCU has has done for the most part. That's mm-hmm. the way they've done in just about every story they've written. They know? they they've done it right, and uh, you know the thing is, is I always said this is like uh, I'm like Mark. Other than Fantastic Four and Hulk, which is my favorite Marvel characters, growing up, I've always loved DC more than probably See, I was Marvel. The other way around. I was but like, I <laughs> I've I can't. I don't I haven't liked any of these DC movies. I was saying the other day that I did like that Wonder I, Woman. I wish they would Wonder take Wonder Woman was a, it, that was another one to me. I hated Wonder that Woman one. was a great story, and then I they put Wonder it. Woman into it. You know, I think I and hated I did it like Aquaman just because, but visually Aquaman, Aquaman thing I was okay. About Wonder Woman is the big bad. That's end. true. I, I do get the that. rest of that movie yeah. was amazing. I hated the bad big acting. bad was like. Like the maniacal laugh. Like, I, feel like I can be him. <laughs> yeah. I hated that scene I, I with the maniacal too, yeah. laugh, and I mean that ruined almost the whole movie for me. And, and uh, Aquaman visually was was great. I, I thought it was just, okay. I didn't I think it, I wasn't blown away by it, but DC. I didn't dislike it either. It was like, and I was okay. I, to some extent, I like Suicide Squad, but the rest of them I could have done. Without. I didn't mind. Like, I didn't even mind Justice it either. League, well, I, like, I think where they, I think the continuity is where they lost it. You know, yeah, oh yeah, is that they don't have the continuity that well, they MCU just, they has done. It. They they tried to get to Avengers. I mean, fast. yes. If you're gonna go with they somebody saw like, movie, they saw that first yeah. Avengers movie come out, they're like, holy shit, we need to do that. Well, and they, they missed marketing I mean, the too. First, the first time you saw Batman. The new Batman was called Dawn of Justice, and it had Batman, Superman, a cameo of Wonder, Wonder Woman. Well, yeah, Wonder Woman, yeah. a cameo of Flash, and Aquaman. I mean, they basically All did Justice League. And, boom. and, and, and then they have to go back and redo this afterwards. Like, after yeah. Justice Marvel League. spread this out from, when did they start? 2008. 2008. 2008 so 11 years right now. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you made us fall in love with all these characters individually. Right, before and we then got you to put them together. Exactly. Like Iron Man 2 had already come out before Avengers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. See? And we get Batman. The first the first time we've seen Ben Affleck as Batman well, see, is they, basically a Justice League movie. And then they can't keep Affleck. The next movie's going to have somebody else. Like, if you're going to commit to a Jared Leto as Joker, for one, Miss Marketing... Uh, people were so excited to see a Joker movie, but it's not a Joker movie. It's a Suicide Squad movie. Misled people, so it got bad yeah, reviews. Exactly. It didn't get bad reviews because it was a bad movie. It got bad reviews because people wanted to see a Joker movie. Yeah. And, and now they, now they can't wrong. keep Jared exactly. Leto because it, it, to Hollywood it was a flop. And then they got Joaquin Phoenix coming in to do another Which I think will be a decent movie. But, but it, there's I no, think what's going to make it is it's no con- non-canon. It's like... It's, it's like um, there's no continuity though. I mean, I think what's made Marvel work is that they're I mean, to yeah, the most part, there's a few, uh, but they're, they're and another thing that I, like we were going back the same to actors story. for the most part, and yeah. and they've always said like, okay, even your next movie is your villain's origin story, which a lot of times it is. I mean, if you go the best back thing and look about at Joker of, is that but he never that was what had, I liked about Infinity War and Endgame. That, there was the no mystique. origin story yeah, of right. There was no origin story of Thanos, and we didn't care. Like Even we the didn't killing. care where Thanos came from, or exactly what he's been doing for the yeah. last. You know, we well, got little tidbits. Even the killing stuff. But even the killing joke. But you at the need very five, end. ten minute clips, and that's it. He's that's all the origin story. Thanos is need. a farmer first. <laughs> yes, he's and, a, a world ender second. But we didn't need a <laughs> Thanos origin story to make to for them to prove. How much of a bad guy yeah, right. or a good guy, depending on how you look mm-hmm. at it, that Thanos was? I mean, and Thanos wasn't your typical bad guy. Well, he didn't the, know what he was doing was wrong. He well, thought he's saving the world. Yeah, you know, and that was his universe. way of saving the world. Yeah. And I think that uh, kudos goes to uh, uh, what's his name that did Thanos' voice um, and acting, oh, yeah. yeah, motion um, capture. Um, <laughs> it, uh, my brain is just not working right right now. I could usually tell you but uh he did a great job of bringing that to the fold so you look at thanos not as an evil bad guy just as a powerful guy uh powerful in a sense that he's doing what he believes is right and i've also said that about uh 
Magneto, mm-hmm. and all through all oh, yeah. the X Men movies. You know what I love about Magneto's story? On, it's it's like, like even though he had the wrong idea about things, he was right in the end. He was right. Yeah, he said a war was coming. Let's get a jump on this war yeah. and finish it now before before they but beat those us. Two, and I think that's why. And and Doom to me is the same way. And he was right all along. I mean, they're not just evil guys that's out to destroy a world, to be destroying a world. Yeah, they, I mean, they have their let's destroy them before they destroy us. And it's not so much of a, a power thing. Yeah. Like, I want all the power. Mm-hmm. That's that's usually your bad guys. They're that's, usually just looking for power or fear yeah. or something like that. You know? And, you know, and the thing is, is Thanos being a farmer, he saw the universe not being able to produce enough food and resources for the population that's Hashtag happening. space corn. And uh, <laughs> so he knew the, the only way to fix the world. I mean, if you look, uh, a perfect type in shadow of Thanos as a precursor in Age of Ultron was Ultron. And they had the same type of mindset and philosophy. Yeah, it's like true. the only cure for the problems that the Earth is facing um, is, is, is extermination. Yeah, it's people that are our own worst enemies. And, uh, but Which is almost Hitlerish. It's it's you know, it's almost Thanos Nazi was that on a universal level versus an Earth level. And uh, um, Great movie. Um, of course, if you listen this far into the podcast, we know you've seen it. If you nah, haven't, then shame not, on you. We're for sorry. Yeah. And we didn't actually talk a lot about Endgame. We talked about the possibilities coming after what's as a result we always need to do of this, Endgame. We need to do a, a part two of this. I agree. I agree. Because there's so much more to talk about. We should even break it. I would love to talk more about what's what's coming in the future, what we want in the future, what the possibilities of it. Not just, I mean, like, you could think on this, and, I mean, like Mark said, there's already continuity there. There There's already stories that's been written since the 40s. (laughs) Yeah, the the stories of that. Thank you, Stan. (laughs) Yeah, Stan Lee. And sure. and there's so many more stories that they can pull from now that, like I said, what's exciting about Endgame the most is not just how great the movie is, is but now the possibilities of what's coming. And I think next. a lot of people looked at it it's as the end, and so you do look cool at things. it as the end, and that's why it's also a beginning. That's why it's such an emotional movie because yeah. you look at it as the end, but it's also a beginning. And this it's could a, be the end. Know, I so mean, I could. I can look at this sad. movie and say, "Well, I'm done." I mean, they put some a people, perfect some people close. Do that. You know, there was one moment, forward. and during the movie, well, again, this is spoilery. So, when Tony was passing away, I leaned over to Sean and I went, "I'm not crying. You're crying." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why this movie was so emotional, though, is because it is the end of 22 or 21, yeah. 22 movies now. And then, but you also got the future possibility, especially with Disney doing their yeah their streaming service. Now you've got so many possibilities of anything going forward happening. As much that as you a, can still dip into those movies with, if you have to, or like just or like Mark said, with a nod, yeah. you can do a nod to any of those movies. Mm-hmm. Like you could have ca- small cameos if you need it, you know. Yeah. And well, I mean, they were so they made some really really brave decisions in this movie for one uh like for, first of all it's already brave enough to to kill some of your favorite oh, yeah, characters your off guys. but yeah. you know i think these high risks that they they put into in game is really really paid off i think um, so and i think they'll pay off in the future and i hope that they don't bring iron man and cat back or nat I really do because it'll be it'll, another Iron Man movie, but it'll be it'll, somebody else. It, it'll weaken Wait, what they just wrong. did, you know. It'll it'll weaken. It won't be, it won't be Robert Downey Jr. I know. Uh, in in the in the, in the things we've always said, this is no comic book character is ever really dead. We've always said and that. That's always know? true. Yeah, because they yeah, always find a way to bring them back. Bring them back. Uncle ben. back. <laughs> I used to say Thomas Wayne. Actually, there he's kind of back in a way. Well, Thomas Wayne has yeah. Well, even that was a multiverse type thing, you know, with the uh, Flashpoint Paradox. So that's how nobody's dead, of yeah. course. But, <laughs> I mean, you still, there, there is an end there. You yeah. know what I mean? There is an end to I mean, what we've seen and we in have 22 a, movies. We have another, there is an end to that. We have another Ant-Man that they owe us. They owe us a third Ant-Man because every individual movie, again, comes in threes. That's what they contracted for. Yeah. So, I mean, where, oh, to yeah. go, where to go to from now? Now that they, in yeah, Endgame, went we've still got Black Panther to the Quantum Realm and learned to navigate through time in the Quantum Realm, where do you think the next Ant- uh, exactly. Ant-Man is going to go? I mean, so there's a possibility that all these characters come and back. We may I mean, see a young uh, Pym. Yeah, well, yes. You know, which would be awesome. 
it's a great movie you know um i think it's uh i wouldn't fall short to say this it's you know I only watch comic book movies. I think. I mean, I, I, it's I'm Game of Thrones or whatever. But uh, it's the greatest movie I ever seen, and Speaking I don't hesitate to. I don't. I don't hesitate to say that it is. The I don't greatest mean to be that movie. guy, but we're like ten minutes it's, away from Game of Thrones. It is, and we're second to last episode of yeah. Game of Thrones. So, so I, I don't let's want, let's, ta- I, let, let's table this, this to a uh, part two. Let's yeah. say this is part one of. There's so much because I want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Like when you watch the movie like this for the first time, it's just That's processing like, and everything. Right. Then the second time, I'm gonna. Stay. I mean, there was huge yeah. parts. I watched Infinity War notes. getting ready, so I watched Infinity War like three times in the last month. Probably <laughs> get to get ready. And there was so much that I missed every single time I watched Infinity War. I noticed something else that yeah. I had missed. Oh yeah. I mean, out of and they what, pull like for so many. You need to go back and watch Avengers. You need to watch uh, Dark exactly. World. You need to go back and watch and like Age Mark of said, Ultron. This movie makes you want to do that. You yeah. need to watch you Ragnarok. You need to watch. You need to watch because they pull so much from that you know oh, yeah. uh, to make in game all right till next time thank you guys for letting me come in <laughs> i'm not even going to do an outro i'm just going to say thanks for listening to the episode jeez 115 1 million thanks for listening to episode <laughs> 1 million of real pop culture <laughs> we're broadcasting live from high top the first and only floor of the kill j headquarters at the kill j ranch love you bye Bye-bye. Bye, Rob. <laughs> <laughs>